Yeah, I, well, I've been playing a game uh, in terms of climate policy of which major U.S. city would have to be destroyed before the government takes any interest in actually doing something now. And I settled on, like, I don't think anything less than, like, New York is going to move anything. I think we could, like, lose Houston. They'll just be like, ah, that's too bad. That <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, with climate, though, it is... Uh, in some ways, kind of incredible how quickly the, the needle has moved with, you know, obviously we're nowhere near a legislative majority for the Green New Deal. But the way we talk about it, having a program that is like a substantive proposal that people have different variants of. And it's like it, it's on people's mind, the Green New Deal. And I'm wondering if there's some foreign policy version of that. In other words, like, uh, you know, I know something. Daniel, you've been working on is is talking about how, you know, a future uh, president or, or, or you know, uh, political players in America could develop like task forces to, you know, democratize the foreign policy establishment and then start looking at, you know, base closures overseas, bringing people home and, you know, totally redeveloping uh, diplomacy uh, in a way that I think could like it could appeal to Americans now, especially if you have some like data or like a website or something people can go on and see, like, instead of this military base in Saudi Arabia, your home in Naperville, Illinois is going to have clean water. We're going to take this money here and put it here uh, is like a substantive, like cogent program like that possible. Like, say, I don't know, instead of the Green New Deal, the the Bessner plan or some is there like some boilerplate uh, program that we should be pushing now? I think so. There are two questions, sort of domestic and international climate change. And I, I mean, that the program you described would be something ideal. The question depends on who Biden appoints. Um, so if you appoint someone like Samantha Power and Susan Rice, it depends on what they're going to focus on. And I don't know how they change, right? Samantha Power was obsessed with humanitarian intervention, but it does seem like there's not a hunger for that in the United States right now by any stretch of the imagination. So does someone like that? devote themselves to sort of technocratic solutions to climate problems, maybe. And that's the sort of thing you might be see some sort of movement on in the Biden administration, sort of liberal technocratic uh, solutions to climate change. But I think the, pro uh, the issue, so that's domestic, and I think that's right. But when you turn to the international, I think the truth of the matter is climate as a global systemic problem will only be addressed by true international transnational cooperation. Um, and so you're going to literally need to get places like China and India and Russia to adopt policies that are, are against their development, you know, their further industrialization in whatever w way necessary, right? India and China are still in the process of industrializing. And the United States did that and Britain did that in the 19th century. They're doing it now. Right. So you, in some sense, you have to get them to work against their interests to agree with you on an international climate policy. That is an enormously difficult thing to do. And it's never going to happen when the United States is still threatening to dominate in East Asia forever. Mm -hmm. So the question is, I think you cannot get any movement on any of those like crucial questions is we're going to globally redistribute capital to India so it doesn't have to industrialize in the cheap, horrible environmental way. Uh, that'll never happen unless you begin to get rid of the bases. And so this is why I think it's a very, very complex situation that involves a lot of moving parts. And it's pretty problematic that we don't have that much time left until there seems to be serious climate catastrophe. Right. But uh, do you I think, think you're that right about the, uh, the what you said about the Biden uh, climate 
initiative on a local level, on a domestic level, because, you know, it's easy to get blackpilled in that he he's not really pushing for a Green New Deal, but it's not out of the table that he won't develop the planes from the beginning of Snowpiercer that drop the stuff in the atmosphere that leads to a snow world. And maybe that could buy us some time. Yeah. Instead of eating ice cream, he's eating one of those cockroach bars. He's like, listen to me. <laughs>